0: So glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to help brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rinden.
1: I'm Amy Nalewai. And this is A World of hopes. Well, here we are. It's the middle of April. Spring has sprung. It's been a gorgeous week here in Southern California. Nice temperate weather. How's life been for you, Chuck? What's going
0: on? Oh, life in Idaho hasn't been too bad. The weather actually has been agreeable. Not too hot, not too cold. So I'm, I'm digging it. I did have a, <laughs> a rather bittersweet, uh, event happened to me this week uh, maybe more bitter than sweet i don't know so i went to the uh, dmv because it was finally time to get my idaho driver's license oh and you know honestly <laughs> number one it, it was interesting going to the dmv during you know a pandemic uh so having to schedule an appointment and having things marked uh, out where you could stand and sit and all that stuff so it, it was very uh it was very interesting And even though I had to make an appointment and there was only one appointment available for like each hour or whatever, uh, there was quite a few people there when I got there. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm not really sure appointment, you know, how that worked. But anyway, it was definitely interesting. Uh, so I had to go in and uh, get my picture taken, take the written test, which, you know, (laughs) this is probably going to date myself, but the last time I had to take a DMV driver's written test, uh, it was still, pencil and paper now it's on a computer yeah times are different (laughs) times have changed (laughs) quite a bit so since you know the fred flintstone days apparently but uh yeah so i I did all of that and then uh you know the time came to uh, give them my california id and this was where the the heart wrenching part happened so they took my california id and just stamped it as void (laughs) and dude it literally, it was like they were just punching my heart out. <laughs> like, it just felt so weird.
1: Daggered to the heart. Aww.
0: Yes. And it's weird because, you know, my entire life I've been a California resident, you know, and to just, it, it, I don't know, it was just somewhat symbolic that, dude, life has changed for you. Like, just in that moment, seeing them punch that California ID and then, you know, getting the Idaho one, it just, uh yeah, it, it, it was it was a moment of reflection, you know, and I was like, wow, this this has happened. Like, I'm currently not a California resident.
1: I'm sure it makes everything feel a little more permanent.
0: <laughs> uh, Just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> What's interesting, too, uh, unlike California, here in Idaho, apparently, you can pay more money to get longer extension on your driver's license so that you could go up to eight years if you wanted to. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very different than California. the The experience was very different than the DMV in California, for sure. I'm not saying I'm a huge fan of the Idaho DMV, but I really hated the California <laughs> DMV. Like that was something where you had to go there. It was all day. It was multi affair. And you know, things here. I, while I can't judge it accurately because of you know it was pandemic times, so well, we'll see. But. Mm. It was mostly just a, it was just a weird, uh, reflective moment for me. Coincidentally, like, you know, it was kind of right around the time when Disneyland just uh, announced their ticket prices mm-hmm. and, you know, that that's only at least initially for California residents. And <laughs> selfishly, that was another thought I had. Well, you know, that there goes that idea. I can't, I'm definitely not going to be there early. No
1: Disneyland for you. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But so I guess at least for now I am uh, officially an Idaho resident. That's crazy to say.
1: <laughs> That's definitely got to be something strange. Like weird is the good the good word. Weird, different, especially when you're you're used to being a Southern California resident for all your life. It's so hard to imagine living somewhere else. Yeah.
0: They they let me keep my California ID. So I still have it with all the hole punches <laughs> through it. <laughs> Just to remind me that, yes, this is invalid. It's definitely a bittersweet moment. But, uh, you know, there's definitely hope on the horizon. I I do love that Disneyland is reopening. I can't tell you what that does to my mental health. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like such first world problems. But, yeah, I, I just love the idea that we're going to have... Disneyland open and, you know, even the other theme parks, Knott's, Berry Farm, Universal, Magic Mountain, all these. Mm -hmm. It's just just a sign that, uh, you know, at least we're we're starting to open the door to some normalcy (laughs) a bit. So that is definitely hopeful.
1: Yeah, a friend of mine uh, tagged me in a video on Instagram, and it was of uh, through the gates at Disneyland main Gate showing the disneyland railroad rolling into main street station
0: that is breathtaking nice. and i was
1: like there there is something that i probably would have gotten a little misty eyed watching watch happen in person
0: <laughs> oh for sure
1: yeah. oh i was like oh just to hear the, the sound of the train coming in that would make me happy all good news good good news so on that note why don't we keep the good news coming? You got any good stories of hope for us?
0: I do. Uh, you know, I have, a, I have a fun one, actually, that involves the Girl Scouts. So apparently a, a young lady, Lily Bumpus, who's an eight-year-old cancer survivor, was able to sell more than 32,000 boxes of Girl Scout cookies Wow! Uh, during this last uh, cookie season for the Girl Scouts. Uh, which is just mind-boggling to me to be able to sell that many cookies. And not just in a regular season. So because of COVID, right. you know, they, they weren't allowed to do their normal, like go around to door-to-door and in front of stores and things like that. So mo- they had to rely mostly on online sales. Being a cancer survivor, I guess Lily Bumpus and her family, like every year they do care packages and things like that for other mm-hmm. cancer survivors so it's a whole like organization that they've been able to develop and they got a little bit of notoriety. So she was able to get onto her Facebook page, uh, which I guess has a decent following and just basically make like these fun little videos, like reviewing, like all of the, the cookie flavors and, you know, how, uh, people's donations would go to help pediatric cancer and, And apparently, like, she struck a chord with people because clearly 32,000 boxes. Yeah. I guess the most any on any single order, I believe was like a hundred boxes. So it wasn't like they were going to like these large corporations that you would buy like thousands at a time. Like it was a lot of like ones and twosies and things like that. So that was a lot of people that she was able to reach. And it was kind of special because I guess the bulk of her Girl Scout troop was made up of other cancer survivors. So it was really this whole nice kind of gathering of these girls who were working towards helping pediatric cancer survivors Mm. and current patients. That's awesome. So, yeah, it was was wonderful that uh, a that she just kind of thought out of the box to use like Facebook and other online means and just have some fun with it to sell some Girl Scout cookies. And a lot. (laughs) a lot right That's
1: insane. i
0: mean it's impressive it's impressive on the other hand to, you know that the money went to benefit you know pediatric cancer mm-hmm. which is a you know it's, it's just a wonderful cause and you know kudos for her man just for having the drive to you know see her goals and her quote-unquote dream come true man i mean it really resonated with people and it certainly resonated with me too i Honestly, I'm I'm sad that I missed out on her chance because I totally would have bought a couple boxes of cookies from her as well. So it could have been like 32,005 boxes <laughs> or whatever. Only
1: five? Come on. <laughs> uh, okay. You got to stock I, you know. up the freezer. <laughs>
0: it's all about those thin mints. That's that's true.
1: Yes. Oh, that, that's awesome. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah,
0: it's definitely a, a, a fun story and one that's uh, just... Uh, yeah, it's just a joy. It was a joy to read that, and it's just so uplifting. So, that's my story of hope. What do you have for us? Well, my story
1: comes from the Good News Network, and it's all about the amazing Hollywood legend, Dick Van Dyke.
0: Oh my gosh, I love this already. He
1: <laughs> uh, was handing out money to uh, struggling people standing in line for jobs that's what the article is all about and it just made me smile so so much
0: that's great man because
1: as if he's not i don't know like any encounter that i've ever seen with dick van dyke he is just the most pleasant and joy-filled person he's just a
0: treasure he's a treasure of yeah. a person yeah
1: so over the years dick van dyke has been known for all sorts of random good deeds. You know, he's like the random act of kindness king. Uh, but uh, he showed up to Los Angeles's Malibu Community Labor Exchange, which is a nonprofit that uh, helps locals to find day jobs in their area. And uh, so he rolls up. He started handing out cash to those that were waiting in line outside of the nonprofit, how cool is that i'm just gonna wake up today i'm gonna go and hit up the atm and take out a bunch of money and just start handing out money to random people
0: well and i I love it too because you look at the pictures and you can totally see him like in his car just handing Mm -hmm. cash out the window to people which is just awesome but you know what's funny though is can you imagine like if you're one of those people like do, do you at first think you're being like punked or something? Like it's like here's Dick by Dyke, yeah, He's handing money to me. <laughs> like that. here, but here's like you have to wonder: Did they
1: know? Because like you know, when people are wearing a mask, it's hard to see oh, or yeah, know who it a could person. Could just be some old yeah. guy
0: handing cash out the window because yeah, you're only yeah.
1: seeing from you know the nose bridge up.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
1: I, unless he spoke, I think if I heard him speak, I would know who he was. But you just have to wonder, like, was it because he was sort of incognito, you know, being masked up that nobody would know who, who he was? Right. To hear that he did that, I just think that's really cool because you figure these people are standing in a long line, hoping to get some work for the day. And he's a little, a little blessing that just rolls up. And, you know, every, every little bit is
0: helpful No, I agree, man. And, you know, just every little bit, like you said, helps. And that just little act there could completely change someone's life. You know, you you just never know the ramifications. And yeah, it's just so awesome. Yeah,
1: well, every, you know, random act of kindness has a ripple effect. I just thought that was a very hope-filled, joy-filled story. I mean, like I said, Dick Van Dyke is just, there's nothing about that man that doesn't make me smile. (laughs)
0: God bless. Him. You know, I feel like Dick Van Dyke and Betty White, they're just treasures to the world, you know? But yeah, you're right, man. Like, you don't, every time you hear Dick Van Dyke in the news, uh, it's just for, mm-hmm. for doing something great and awesome. It's just so wonderful. Yep. So, yeah, I definitely love that. Uh, that's, that definitely fills <laughs> me with hope, for sure.
1: <laughs> Makes me want to do the What's the dance that he did? The step in time dance.
0: <laughs> step in time. Yeah, yeah there you kick go. Kick
1: your knees up. Link your elbows.
0: <laughs> step in time. Yeah. Flap like a birdie. Oh, man, that's going to be my head now. Great.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, on that note, uh, before we head out, uh, as we like to do, we'll both offer up a recommendation, something to help keep us busy during these times when most of us are still uh, working from home or staying at home. Amy, what do you have for us this week?
1: Well, my recommendation comes in handy for anyone who, like me, has been unable to visit their massage therapist during this pandemic. I am grateful that I can still go to my chiropractor and get adjusted, but I miss the massage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I miss it a lot. <laughs> I have the most amazing yeah. massage therapist, and I can't wait to see her. But uh, until that time, I have been very grateful for my recommendation for this episode, which is the Renfo massage gun. Ah,
0: I've I've seen these. They look interesting because they literally look like a gun.
1: Yeah, they kind of they kind of do. But it's it's a handy little thing when your body is angry at you. And you have any muscle issues, soreness, stiffness, aches in your lower back. Um, if you, like me, have a tendency to overdo things as far as like lifting or trying new exercises, workout programs, and stuff, and like overdoing it and then hurting yourself, like those are the moments where I miss my massage therapist the most. But this thing is pretty handy, it's been really helpful. Um, I tend to have a lot of knee issues and back issues that are ironically all sort of related to muscle tightness in my quads. The different uh, attachment tools I can kind of um, get to the the muscles that are hurting, so that my knee pain doesn't become back pain. <laughs> you know, it's like this chain reaction. This is why you shouldn't get old, folks. Just don't don't get old. It's it sucks.
0: <sighs> I feel like. After, in particular like after this last birthday like as you're going through describing like you know all these aches and pains i'm like you're you're talking about me
1: (laughs) that hurts (laughs) yeah that's me in the morning when i get up
0: yeah like uh and you know i'm so sad because i used to have like a nice little massage chair and i had to give Uh, that up when i left california uh so yeah i you you have me curious here i might because i i've seen i've definitely seen these and uh yeah maybe uh that's what i need
1: Well. They have a, a very convenient little travel case that it comes in. That was actually the first time that I ever uh, used used one. My cousin had one that he brought, and I was able to kind of experience. It, it was scary. It was intimidating to me. I was like, is something like, am I gonna do do this wrong and like hurt my back, or like, I'm I, I don't know what I'm doing. My, is it's my leg gonna fall? Um, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's very easy to use. Um, it has multiple, um, settings on it. And I feel like even for like larger muscle groups where you kind of need that deep tissue massage, um, I usually don't go past the first or second setting, um, because it's, it's, it's strong enough to, you know, loosen up the tight muscles, stop the aches and the pains. And, you know, for the price of a good massage, plus a tip, I have, (laughs) <laughs> access to this thing anytime I need it. It's
0: convenient for sure, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So you know, in these times when we're not able to get an actual massage from a massage therapist, this has been a good. This has been a good substitution, I guess.
0: I like it. Yours was definitely a. It's different. A convenient tool for sure. It's I, I, no, I, I, I love it. I yeah. like the different things. Uh, I think you know? the older you get. In particular, like massaging is uh, definitely a good thing. It helps a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, and like you, you had the massage chair, those, those things are not cheap. No. And you have to have the space for it.
0: Yes. And let me tell you, dude, it's a little slice of heaven too. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it.
1: (laughs) Oh, I've, I've used one. They're, they're amazing. But if you don't have that kind of money and the space for something like that, this is, uh, a great alternative and like i said it it travels well so if you do sports some stuff on the go it's something that you can you know throw into your your gym bag or take with you on a trip or something like that um it, it travels conveniently so
0: yeah i like it awesome so my pick is i i'm completely breaking form this this week so it's
1: not a netflix movie Oh,
0: it's not a Netflix movie. you know. It's not happening? a mysterious offering. <laughs> it's actually not a movie or anything. It's a podcast okay. I'm going to recommend this week. So, uh, And this is one that I, I discovered uh, about a year ago. And I, I've just come back to it on and off. And I, I love it. So it, the title, it's Literary Disco. And its tagline is, it's the last book <laughs> club you'll ever need. And it's three hosts. Uh, the hosts are uh, Julia todd and writer and is actually writer strong who you might recognize from boy meets world uh, he plays sean hunter on that show so these three guys so they're all writers it, they write various different things and so they approach each book from a writer's perspective but uh, each week they take one book and they each kind of give their opinion on it and uh, they're, they're just so, uh, number one, like their chemistry together is really well. And they each come from like a different background. So they're hearing their take on things and their, their varying perspectives. It's just interesting for me. Like I, I never really thought I would dig like a podcast about <laughs> books, but here I am and, and I love it. And, you know, I'm someone who loves to read anyway. And, you know, the challenge is always like. Finding, especially with fiction, like finding like a book that really grabs your attention. So, having this quote unquote podcast book club uh, is really cool. Like it's it's opening me up to different authors and different titles. And I have this whole like Amazon like wish list now, like all these books thanks to these guys <laughs> that I, I just want to go through. And uh, because the way they describe it, it, it just uh, it makes you excited to read these stories. Hmm. During the pandemic, they had a couple special edition versions where they would go over, like, books of poetry or uh, some classic, like, TV movies and things like that. So it's kind of not always just about books, but uh, they have fun with it. So I if you like podcasts, which I'm assuming you do because you're listening to us, Literary Disco Podcast, I, uh, I've i loved it. Podcasts
1: and reading. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: That's uh, winning at life right there, yeah. awesome all right well on that note I think that about does it for this episode if you enjoyed your time with us the best way to ensure you'd never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast you can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com
1: and if you would like a little extra dose of hope to get you through the week in between episodes you can find us on Instagram we're at awo hopes And we're there sharing and spreading hope and smiles all throughout the week. We'd love to connect with you there and hear your stories of hope as well. Well, until next time, take care.
0: Bye, everyone.